Man, listen, at the end of the day, we got to talk about shit. If you don't talk about the shit, you don't deal with the shit. You got to cope. A lot of us cope negatively, some positively. But you got to talk about it. And talking about it sometimes opens up the window to just get through it and realize you're not the only one. Thou must cope. Trigger warning, this podcast episode can get very graphic in detail. If you are not ready to listen, hear, and acknowledge some of the details of Black history, I'm advising you to exit now. I understand that this may be a very sensitive topic to some, and not everyone can handle the horrific details. But if you can, vibe out with us. Thank you for listening. Why would one say, in quotations, we were better off segregated? There's a lot of reasons that we can go on, but the one that applies to what's going on right now and the wake of all the protests and things like that is the simple fact of a long time ago, the proponent of that concept and idea was the Nation of Islam and his leader, Elijah Muhammad. And he felt, based upon the nature of the white man and the black man, that we are just disagreeable people, that we will never be able to come together and live in peace and harmony. So because of that fact, there's no need in trying to change the nature of the man, just separate from the man for, for those specific reasons, just because we just don't get along. We're just so diametrically opposed that we can never get along. Lions and hyenas, they're just mortal enemies and that's how it kind of is with black people and white people but in the economic sense when we gave up you know black businesses the colored only businesses but at the time we gave up our black dollar pretty much instead of going to the black movie theater we went to the white movie theater because it was nicer so instead of integrating we should have been asking for equal resources and equal funding but we shouldn't have never asked to be integrated into the white society. That's when we lost all our power. Because then, after, from that point on, the, the lines start being smeared, smeared as in who was really, you know, it was clear cut in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. You know, we know that white people are going to try to antagonize us, try to provoke us, try to, you know, hurt us potentially. But now it's like, the younger generation, they just don't even, they're so surprised that racism is funny. And that's because, to, in my opinion, that's because of integration. Once we integrated, the lines of racism were kind of like hidden. They weren't erased, but they were hidden. I'll say it like that. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I know I told you before I wasn't really going to comment, but I had this discussion with my best friend the other day because she was just mm-hmm. like, people are fools for saying that. And I was like, well, let me break down to you kind of why they're saying it. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but I'm definitely along those lines now. Um, And of course, like, everybody wants to pull the whole, it's not all white people. Yeah, it's not all black people. We don't have time. And I I love this. I told my mom this earlier. I said, you know, I really love what's going on because for years and years and years, a lot of people my age would look at me as a bit of an extremist when it comes to racial matters. And it's just because the light that clicked on, the, this, this straw broke this camel's back for 
mostly everybody. But mine was broken years ago. So I love that people are feeling that anger. It's sad. Not really, but I'm glad that they're feeling that anger. I'm glad that they're feeling like they need to take it to their own hands. Because for years and years, people look at you like, you don't, you're racist, you don't like white people? Like, no, I don't have time to try to decide who's a good guy, who's a bad guy. So don't deal with them all together. And that's just following what Elijah Muhammad said, because I'm a proponent of that theology. I subscribe to that. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm, I'm a five percenter, so I'm under that, that tree of knowledge. You know what I mean? And he tells us, separate, accept your own, and separate. Do for self. That's it. We don't need them for anything. So I think that concept will make it a lot easier, to be honest. But Yeah. And, you know, like, I honestly agree. I was um, saying on Twitter the other day, I was just like, you know, like, at one point in time, I was one of those. No, I was never one of those, like, um, well, don't give them a reason. Nah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. they, they got a reason anyways. But I was one of those, like, okay, if we want to talk about police brutality, like, it's not about don't give them a reason, but just make it a little easier on yourself. They're going to shoot you anyways, but be, be calm for, for me, you know, for my yeah, sake. Yeah, be calm for my, for my me. <laughs> To rationalize. You got, people try to make sense out of it. That's what's so crazy about it. It's just like, you're trying to like find a really good explanation of why somebody would be doing something that's just so evil. And mm -hmm. you know, I'm going, I always tell it like it is. And for me, you know, like I say, we're taught the white man is the devil, plain and simple. That's his nature, the devil. He's going to do evil. He's going to do weak things and wicked things. So for me, I'm not expecting nothing but weak and wicked things from them. To me, it's not a surprise. To me, it's like, I mean, you did enslave a whole, you know, race of people. You did take land from a whole race of people. You did, you know, so when you look at the track record, it's like, it matches what up. What is that to know. be surprised about? What is that to be surprised about? They've been doing this mm -hmm. since 323 BC when Alexander the Great came to Egypt. From then on, from between white and black, has been nothing but rape, murder, and, and theft. That's it. So if they haven't changed in 2,000 years, what makes you think they're going to change today? I don't know. See, and what it is, it's those, those select few. That's all it is. Like, everybody want to be like, well, I have white friends. Okay, like, okay, like, there are white people that are not blatantly racist or not racist. Like, it is possible, but we know there's an exception to everything, and that's what it is. And I think, like you're saying, this time, it's just like, motherfuckers is fed up. Like, motherfuckers is fed up. Like, everybody, like, so y'all agree with? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I might not personally be doing it, but I agree with all that shit. Like, what do y'all think no justice, no peace means? And, like, yeah, like you said, like, it's sad, but it's not sad. It's fucked up that it got to come to this, and this is how people have to act or whatever. But, obviously, peace ain't going to do anything. Now, the other part of me is kind of, like, damn, because, you know, with this, there has been even a lot of division in the Black community. Like, oh, why y'all looting? Oh, no, just be peaceful. And it's kind of like, you know, I'm going to just go ahead and say that people might be mad at me for this, but the problem of racism isn't us, but us moving forward, we are part of the problem. Because if we don't all stand together, we can't get nowhere. And it's well, always going to be them people. Go ahead. You got to think about it. Like, it's always been that issue because when it was motherfuckers out here like yo 
you don't have to be a slave. A motherfucker's like, yo, you gonna burn down a plantation? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the mindset. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, they're not, Harry Tubman said, I freed a thousand slaves, but I could have freed a thousand more if they knew they were slaves. Some people don't know that this shit is really happening. You know what I'm saying? Some people don't take it as, not me, no, no, no. They're, they're not calling me a nigger, like, not me. Like, you know what I mean? So. They don't know till it hit home. Yeah, this is just really showing who's the house niggas and who's the field niggas. Lines are being drawn. Teams are being picked. Lines are being drawn. And if you're not on, not with us, you're against us at this point. And I love it. I really love it. I really love it. It's beautiful. It is. That turned out this bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what happened for that nigga. He had, it had a straw broke the camel. Started cutting heads off after that. And we still talk about this nigga to this day. So shit gotta happen. Somebody's gotta take the L. Hey, I'm with it. So That's my what next black question? problem is. Black people scared to take the L. That's yep. why niggas, people talk shit about people in the 60s, but them niggas was ready because everybody got arrested. Everybody got arrested. Everybody was with it. Throw me in jail. You know what I mean? Lock Fuck me it, up. Right? You know what I mean? We everybody now, like... I have a career and I want to yep. get a house. You want to, you want, you want, you want the white man's civilization so bad that you won't go against him. You know what I'm saying? Fuck the white man. You know what I mean? Period. That's how it really is. And if you're That's not, you know, exactly if you two, if you, if you get a quiver in your voice when you about to say fuck white people, if you get a quiver in your voice when you say fuck racism, when you get a quiver, you're not, you're not one of us. You're not. Because if you're scared to say that, you can't come around me. <laughs> I'm gonna make you feel uncomfortable. I'm telling you. Fuck white people. Cause I got a, I got a, you know, a teacher that I work with and I work and I went to, she taught me in high school and now that I work with her, she called my mom and was like, you know, tell Ryan his life matters and da 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 da. I let my mama tell me all that and I'm like, yeah, but just don't think. And, and you know that shit don't mean nothing to me. Don't mean a damn thing. In the Malcolm X movie, a white girl came up to him and said, what can I do to help out? You know, there's a white woman. What can I do to help out? He said, nothing and walked away. It's nothing that they can do for me. I don't care if you speak out or you don't speak out. This ain't about you. You can't save this. You can't do this. You can't help out. Do I want you to speak? I don't even want you to be thought of in this time. It's not about y'all. We still making it about white people. Why aren't white people protesting? Why aren't you white? I don't give a fuck about your white friends saying anything. I want the black people to say stuff. I don't care what white people say. It ain't them getting killed. So they don't need to step up and defend nobody. That's a really good approach. Like, that, ooh. And that's Still worried I about like, them. I feel like the slave mentality runs so goddamn deep. Because it's like, even in a time like this, we are still concerned about everything else and what we should be concerned about. Like, ooh. That's that's a thought tattoo. That's something to like really ponder just, on. Just to ponder on it. Just to ponder on it. So my next question is, what is the history of looting? And I, I'm gonna keep everything relevant. When it comes to looting in this country, the, the the place I'm gonna choose to start is the Boston Tea Party. I'm gonna choose to start there because you know. Conservative whites like to say, what does that solve? Well, looting and fucking shit up can lead to an American revolution. You know, 
Because if it wasn't for them not wanting to take shit from the British no more, we say, you know what, I'm not taking your shit. So we made a stance. We threw all their money into the into the Boston Harbor. And shit popped off after that. You know what I'm saying? So the inception, the creation of this country was started behind looting. Behind people saying, yo, fuck it. Me, my neighbor, my neighbor across the street, we all got our guns and we call it a militia, but they're gang banging. They were gang banging. That was all it was, was a gang. A group rival to the military or police of the official government at the time, which was Britain. They came and they did some criminal shit. We come free. So, hey, it's only illegal because we're on the wrong side of the law. That's, that's the only reason it's illegal. If we were on the right side, you know what I mean? So that's why I feel like we have to really not know history, but understand history. Not that, oh, yeah, it was the Boston Tea Party. That happened. But what, think about what that really was. Yo, we snuck up on the boat, breaking and entering, trespassing, stolen goods. You know what I mean? I, so, acting like what they call animals. Animals. And they were really back then acting like animals. You know what I'm saying? Like, so don't. I don't have, I don't give a fuck what a white man has to tell me. You can't tell me anything. You can't. You just can't. I don't want to hear your excuses. Because if it was them, they would be doing the same thing on a bigger level. You know, weeks before that, they were having their own protest about not wearing a mask. God forbid if innocent white people were just getting killed for no reason. It would have been some justice around this motherfucker, for sure. Okay. Because when they was out there spitting, or whatever, and all of that over them damn masks, and because they wanted to go back to their job so bad, it was just all like, oh, the people are hurt, the people are sick of this shit, they want the virus to go away, and all of this, all these Karens and shit, mad because they gotta wear a mask when they go in the store and shit. It's my right. I don't have to they want everybody mask. to have morals. I mean, everybody can't have can have no morals to black people. We're the only people that gotta have morals. They gotta have some sense. No. You can't tell me what I need to do. You know what I'm saying? And I think more and more people are getting that, like, fuck it attitude. You know what I mean? And when you say fuck it, it's going to become, it's a powder keg. It's going to blow up. You know what I'm saying? It's just going to blow up. <laughs> like, it's no point. It's like, it's like gasoline before you light the match. That's all that these other shootings have been. You know what I'm saying? All these other killings, all these other unjustified arrests, unjustified sentences. Half the prison population. Most of the convictions are because of, you know, he offered a deal and didn't go to trial. All of these things, you know, were just wound up into a ball and then and, and we lit it on fire when George Floyd passed away. You know what I'm saying? When he was murdered. That was the flame to the gasoline that we they had been pouring. So what do you expect? Right. You know what I mean? And everybody's talking about because I know that um his children and his brother made like some coonish statements or whatever like oh he wouldn't want you to be doing this don't be okay like let's time out here now i'm not gonna say that this didn't set it off but his murder alone is not why niggas is out here protesting that is not, not what him niggas is fed the fuck up that's all it is niggas is fed yeah. the fuck up and they sick of this shit like and don't get me wrong like i want it to stop but i also know it's gonna take more of this shit because they they done enforced the curfew, so now niggas is kind of scared. They like, damn, we was about that shit, but I don't fucking know, though. The crazy part is, I was talking to my partner about this, yo, the real niggas not even out. That's the crazy part. 
that's what that's what folks don't even know. Like the niggas that have no like limit, no, you can't calm them down. They didn't. They want out there. They want out there. So okay. look how bad shit got fucked up, and they won't even the niggas that like you know, you know what I'm saying? It was really mm-hmm. like the backpackers were. I feel like more backpackers were out there riding than like you know the real I ones. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna just say that. I feel like no um, shade, no shade or nothing like that. But I'm just saying, like you know what you know what I mean by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I this is how I personally feel. Now, I'm not putting myself in the real one category because I definitely didn't go out. I actually wanted to, but I had, like, eh, opinions on it. I mean, it's okay. Um, I have to participate in the test. But, 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 I had two different kinds of opinions. One was, like, okay, I don't want to go out. So, the other thing was I couldn't get jiggy with the fact that in my city, the news knew before the people. And I was like, nah, this sound like a fucking setup. And I feel like um, part of this is, like, I'm proud of everybody that went out, like, regardless of the fact. But part of it is the real ones is out here thinking with logic, being logical or whatever. Um, everybody else is kind of like, oh, I'm enraged and I'm just going to go fucking do it. Hey, hey, ain't even mad at you. Do what you do. Do it how you want to do it. Hey, I'm, I am not mad or whatever. But with times like this and how it's continued to slide the fuck by, it's gonna take a lot of motherfucking logic. And I don't mean getting on Facebook Live like, yeah, nigga, we at City Trans right now. Look at us. Dumb as fuck. Dumb as fuck. I'm happy for y'all doing it, but you out here blasting your every move and shit. And then that ain't really the way to go about it, you know? Like, well, I always have a thing in my head. Like, I've been saying this since um, the Nat Turner movie came out. I said it's almost like they wanna start a civil race war because it seems like every other year, those type of movies will come out. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. inciting, like, and, yo, I believe in programming. I, I was a communication major, so I understand a little bit of how that goes. I'm not a full deep, like, yo, everybody's programmed because they watch TV, but it does suggest certain behaviors. If you watch right. them enough times, you'll be so involved in it, it'll become somewhat real. So especially when we see all these, I'm like, yo, all right, you keep doing it like that? Like, Queen and Slim, for it, that was a perfect example. I was like, I was really watching, I'm like, who wrote this movie? You know what I'm saying? Like, who made this movie? Like, because this movie seems too, like, because look what's going on right now. Like, it's basically not the same thing, but, yo, niggas is going Very crazy. Similar. Very similar. And I'm just like, you're not going to get me caught up. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that they got a plan. Because they really want, like, us, us trying to go to war with them. It's not even a thing. They already had, they had, in 1984, they had their their um, second edition of their plan in case blacks and browns started to like rise up and they had to enforce military martial law. They already got a plan. Rex 84, you can look this up. In, in the conscious community, they say it's the King Alfred plan, but it's called Rex 84. And it talks about what would happen if it was an, an insurrection in present day times. And they have a detail lined up like if you're black, anybody black, they feel like they, that's why they would have all these. Um, these like paramilitia groups, like those, you know, offshoot groups, they would be sworn in to become like officers. Um, the military, that's why uh, all police um, stations and everything like that have military grade um, right gear and all that type of stuff. That's because just in case shit like this, if it goes a level up and niggas start really shooting back, 
boom, martial law. We rounding niggas up, kicking indoors. Put, they put niggas in storage units, put niggas in places like that. You know what I'm saying? Now at the time, I, and like I said, for those who I'm, for those that don't know me, uh, um, I went to Elizabeth City State. I'm a communications major. I'm a member of the uh, 5% Nation of God's Nurse. Been a member for five years. I'm really astute. I think the diet can, you know, give me some, you know, validation. She's witnessed a lot of stuff. It's gonna sound crazy, but just Google it, Rex84. There's even a few lectures on YouTube by Dr. Ray Hagen. He talks about the King Alfred plan. That's why it's not smart to move like that. We just don't have the firepower or even we have the tactical skills to go against them on that level. We just don't, we're not prepared for that. Hand to hand, it's, yeah. It's been in the works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's been in the works. They kind of want this to happen. You know what I'm saying? So. Because if you know anything about white supremacy, right? The white supremacy as defined by Dr. Frances Cress Wilson in her book, The ISIS Papers, The Keys to Colorism. Everybody go read that to learn what white supremacy is written by the clinical psychologist. This is what she said. White supremacy is the fear of genetic annihilation by the hand of black male genitalia. Meaning their DNA is recessive, the most recessive DNA amongst any human, subhuman group. You know what I'm saying? We have the most dominant DNA. They fear us really having babies with their women. Because when we have babies with their women, we produce a black child. So that's why it's no white women, don't look at my woman, castration, everything's dealing around black male genitalia of the black man. That's what racism is. The fear of genetic annihilation. Just to, just to add that in there, an example of that is when they had those riots in Charlottesville a few years ago, they were saying blood and soil, blood and soil, you will not replace us because they know as of the year 2000, they became, they started to become the minority in this country. They have a higher mortality rate than birth rate, meaning more white people are dying than being born. So in a few years, a few hundred years, there won't be a single white person in the world. Some people even have a mathematical formula to determine the, the exact date that they will never <laughs> be another. That's what, you think I'm playing. The government did their own study. The United States government did their own study in 1979 to determine that. You know what I'm saying? So this is a real thing. They know this. You know what I'm saying? They know that they're genetically inferior. So if they have a baby with an Asian, the baby gonna be more Asian than it is white. Have a baby with a Mexican, more Mexican than it is white. A Jamaican, an Arab, Palestinian, it doesn't matter. They're gonna lose. So that's where their whole thing is like their entitlement issue. You know, like, what about me, me, me? That's why all this vegan shit is so popular now, not for fucking the health of the black man, but for the help of the white. So they can be live as long as they can. They wanna, you know, live here as long as they can. They know their time is about to be up. Everything is vegan, clean eating, exercise, da 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 da. -da. Like, come on now. That ain't that one for us. You gotta think about it, yo. It's right here put together, bro. And I just, I love the fact, and I hate it. I love and hate it because there's already been a message and a guide given to us to how to deal with each other and how to deal with white people or anybody who is our enemy. But we like to, they do shit like this. They say that Malcolm X got killed by the Nation of Islam. So you won't look at them niggas as somebody as they know what they're doing. You think they're snaky. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. In actuality, they got the plan. 
they got the organization. They don't, they got their own farms. They got their own grocery stores. They got their own schools right here in this country. Why don't we listen to them? They know what they're doing. They've been on the front line since 1931, July 4th. They know better than anybody. When they go to the FBI's number one black terrorist group organizations, guess who's number one? The Nation of Islam. But yet and still, we want to listen to motherfucking T.I. <laughs> T.I. can't tell me a goddamn thing. When listen to Killer Mike, when listen to Jamie Foxx, when listen to people that get paid by the white man. I don't want to hear nothing you got to say, brother. I want to hear from somebody broke. Jesus was a broke exactly. nigga. Jesus was broke. So he won't, he had nobody influence in his pockets, telling him what he don't need to do. When I seen T.I. say stop burning out Atlanta, I'm like, motherfucker, what? And what instance you talking about buy back the block, buy your neighborhood? Niggas don't own that shit, so why the fuck does it matter if we burn it or not? Oh, you own go. something there. Mm -hmm. You make money out of Atlanta. See how you get cores? You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I'm glad you said time, that. Don't, I'm not listening to no celebrity. Because my next question was, is there a correct way to protest? If yes, why? How? If no, how not? I know what ain't the correct way, being peaceful. That motherfucking shit ain't work. That ain't the correct way. I don't know what the right way is, but I know the wrong way. And that's hands up, don't shoot, we shall overcome, singing Amazing Grace, all that garbage. It don't work. <laughs> it don't work. Love talking it's about Martin proven to not work. Proven they put a hot one in Martin Luther King. They put a hot one in Martin Luther King. They put a hot one in Malcolm X. It don't matter. It just don't matter. And that was my next question. Has peace worked in the past for this country? Peace works unless you, the person, because Stokely Carmichael said this. He said, Dr. King has a great, a great program, but it only works if your enemy has a conscience. And white people don't have a conscience. So peaceful action won't work. You got to talk to, you cannot try to change the nature of something that you didn't create. God created the white man to be like that. I don't give a fuck what you say. I don't give a fuck what kind of religion you with. Talk to me about God made them that way. That's their nature. So who are we to try to change that nature? Who are we to do that? We can't. So you talk to them in the language in which they understand, which is war. They had a thousand years war between Brand, uh, 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 the Brits and the French. The Vandals fought the Romans. You know what I'm saying? This is their language. They fight. They don't understand talking. You cannot try to enforce matriarchy on the people who brought patriarchy to the world. They bought misogyny to the world. They bought racism to the world. You're going to try to teach them the opposite when they're the creators and progenitors of it. Don't make sense. Stop trying gotta, to civilize the beast. Language. Stop trying yep. to civilize the beast. You can't do it. You definitely gotta speak their language. And to make it like the simplest of simple analogies, it's just like, say customer service, right? I work at, I don't fucking know, Food Lion. And someone that is Hispanic comes to me. I speak English. They speak Spanish. They talking to me in Spanish, but I'm trying to get them to understand what went wrong in English. And I'm going to keep talking in English to them. I'm just talking and talking and talking. It don't matter okay. how many fucking okay. words. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Okay. It don't matter how many words I say in English, they are not going to understand until I get someone to speak Spanish. And now all of a sudden, oh, okay, oh. okay. Yeah. 
That's how you, I'm just saying, you got to deal with them. And, you know, I get it. It's a lot of people who are just, they just are unaware. And I get that because, you know, I've seen that a lot, especially people that's my age. Because I had a fortunate, I'm just fortunate enough to have two parents who are with the shits. You know what I'm saying? Like, period. They just with the shits. They know what they're doing. They, they're in there. They're unapologetically black. So I was raised to be, it's always been fucked the white man. Even before I knew why it was fucked the white man, it was always, y'all ain't, you know what I'm saying? Y'all the ops. It's always been that way for me. So I get why other people don't. Because, you know, we go to school. We, the one white person you know with rhythm. You know, you, you know, the one white person that can like a rap, record, read a rap song and recite it, you know. You think about what, well, what about Steve? Like, not the other 11 million motherfuckers, just the one. No. Yeah. Fuck that. Yep. And so, two more questions. And now I want to take it a different route. Um, and I don't fucking know. I was about to say it now. I don't know. So, how does it feel to be a black man in the United States right now? Mm. It's like sour and sweet. I know I'm the walking archetype for everything that is, you know, culture, you know what I'm saying? What's 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 what we need to study, you know, I understand that, but it's also bitter because it's like you're the most hated person. And I'm not telling I'm not gonna make it a black woman thing either, but it's like, yo, I, I receive you receive it from black women. You receive it from white men. You receive it from, you know, neutral, the police, because that's neutral, that's white and black. You receive it from your job. You always look at it as, like, you know, what's going on? And we wonder why black men die so early, because we, we live on so much stress. Either we get stressed out by the police, we get stressed out by our job, get stressed out by the goddamn courthouse, we get stressed out by our baby mama, by our sister, by our regular mom. You know what I'm saying? Black men can't catch a break, but at the same time, I know that we are what holds the world up at the same time. We will never take that away from me. I know the black man is the original man, the owner, the maker, the criminal planet, the father of civilization, the god of the universe. I understand that perfectly, but it's hard knowing that when nobody else does. It's hard mm -hmm. accepting that and living in that truth. It's hard to be God when nobody knows that. You know what I'm saying? They treat you like a bum on the street. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, it's wonderful because I wouldn't want to be anything else but the original man. But at the same time, it's like, this is the this is the price you pay for the greatness. It's the price you got to pay right now. And I feel like that's the, like, of course, I'm not a black man, so I don't feel the same way. But that's the fucked up part for me right now. It's like, you know, like, I wouldn't trade being black for nothing. Like, I love this shit. But then it also just be like, damn, every time I wake up, here go this shit again. Like, God damn. Like, you get tired of this bullshit, to be real, or whatever. Like, and the crazy thing is, it makes me love it more because it's just like, that's crazy. Like, bro, I was just born into this shit and got haters. I ain't choose to be black. I just woke up black and y'all fucking haters. That shit powerful yes. as fuck. Like, I love it here. I love it here. But at the same time, it's just like, God damn, nigga, like, we, we black. We just black, like, and the, I feel like for the people um, our age, most of the people our age, like, although we know it's a deeper meaning, most people our age that are, like, racist and, like, hate black people don't even know why the fuck they hate black people. So, it's like, you over here mad as fuck 
because you just see my color. Like, you don't even know what you really hate for real. You really hate your fucking self. That's what you really hate. But that's, that's what they really hate is their fucking self. That's what they really hate. Because the things that they accuse us of, we came from caves. They came from caves, actually. You know what I'm saying? We come from the monkey. We look like monkeys. They really look more like monkeys than we do. You know what I'm saying? That's another time for another podcast. But you look at a monkey, a shaved monkey, you look at a white man, they look more like them than we do. But the things that they say is really what they talk about with themselves. But at the same time, you know what? I was telling my girl this earlier. I said, you know, white people have bullshit reasons why they don't like us. I have legitimate reasons why I don't like them. So I'm different. I can feel that way. I didn't do nothing to you, but you do shit to me. So of course I don't like you, but you don't like me because of some shit you made up in your own head. I don't like you mm-hmm. because shit you actually do in real time. It's different. Right. So if a black person don't like white people, good. They have a good reason. So white people don't have a reason. And that's really good too, because people want to be like, you hate me because of something my ancestors did. Okay, but you you hate me because your aunt your ancestors enslaved mine. The fuck? <laughs> what what? Make it make sense. But at the same time, like for white people to say that, that's like them getting off the hook. Like, no. You know, no, 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 no. You're right. I, I, I do hate for what your ancestors did. You're right. But at the same time, like, I don't see you out here saying, like, you're not out here teaching black history every day. You're not out here paying, give me some all the money in your account right now. Reparations. I need it all right now. That's how you feel. Give it to me right now. And we'll cut it, cut it, cut it right there. Like, I don't play, I don't play around with that shit. I'm too fucking, I got, I'm too serious about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't, even, I don't even talk to white people when I go out. I don't have something to say to them. You know what I'm saying? I'm courteous. You know what I mean? But for me, it's even bigger than black and white. Like, I get when people say, like, yo, it's not, it's like, yeah, I get that. It is supposed to be pro-righteousness, anti-devilishment. That's in our culture. It's a 5% of they teach us that. It's not pro-black and anti-white. It's pro-righteousness and anti-devilishment. It just so happens that the nature of the black man is righteousness and the nature of the white man is devilishment. Which means what? Causing ruckus amongst the people, lying to the people, causing them to fight each other, doing things that are not that are not godly. Period. So yeah, I I think that that's what it is. I'm anti-devilishment, and they're devilish. So they just happen to fit that category. Just so happens. Mm-hmm. Just so happens. A couple black niggas fit in that category too of doing some de- acts of devilishment. But yeah, the majority of us don't have that nature. The majority of us don't. Can't mad me for that. So my last question, and when I want you to answer this question, I want you to answer it from yourself, but also feel free to answer it from maybe the extent of others and how others might feel. Um, Cause like, I know you were saying like, you were fortunate enough to grow up knowing who you were like your whole life or whatever. So my last question is, how does these times right now, and I mean like, right now in June 2020 affect one's mental health that's black for a black person like seeing all of this and for the people that are learning the history or whatever that didn't know before and everything so for yourself how it has affected yours mentally and then also possibly others what's your opinion oh honestly I'm a for me personally then I'll go to everybody else Personally, I'm a tad bit resentful 
I'm resentful because it's like, I've been trying to say this to people that I know for so long. You, you've been a part yeah. of many conversations and you've witnessed many conversations with me and I'm saying the same exact things motherfuckers are saying like today. Was saying years ago, yeah. Years ago, you know what I'm saying? So for me, it's a little, I have a little bit of a taste of resentment because I'm like, whatever. But at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm glad because it's not about me, you know what I'm saying? But personally, I'm kind of like, motherfucker, yeah, duh, motherfucker, I know, like shit. <laughs> like that video <laughs> I put up the other day, I'm like, nigga, that was two years ago. Like, you know, but I think, but for the average person who's just learning, like you said, I think it can be a bit overwhelming and it can cause like anxiety, I think. I think if you, um, cause when you're first exposed to some of those really true historical facts of like slavery or what might've happened to get us into slavery or even Jim Crow, it'll be like almost scary because it's like, I can't imagine somebody doing that. Like I read, um, I never forget the story I read about Mary Turner, a slave whose husband was white and they were going to kill him. I'm not sure what the reason was, but she ran down there pregnant because that was the father of a child. Like, yo, don't kill. He's the father of my baby. Da, 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 don't kill him. So, of course, you just don't. You a nigga. Don't say that. They hung her, and they cut that baby out her stomach, and they stomped that baby to death. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, for me, when I, when I heard about that, I'm like, bro, I can imagine that in real time. I'm not thinking about it like, damn, I have, I'm thinking about it like, yo, imagine seeing a pregnant woman's stomach cut open, mm -hmm. baby cut out the stomach, cut the umbilical cord and stomp the baby out. What kind of motherfucker can do that? You know right. what I'm saying? When you think about, yo, they went and really went in people's houses. They were tribes, they were huts, they were whatever. They really went in your house, pulled your daddy out by his ankles, pulled your little brother out by his ankles and you never saw them again. Never saw them again. It won't no postcard, it won't no Facebook, it won't no I, I am, it won't no phone call, letters. They didn't see them again. You know what I'm saying? We talk so much shit about Africans. They didn't come help us. They didn't know what the fuck was going on. They didn't know. Literally people over there don't know what happened over here. Some people died not never knowing what happened. And that shit is crazy to me. And you want me to be fucking empathetic over a goddamn Gucci shirt. You can really suck my dick. You know what I'm saying? Really. <laughs> yeah. Because it doesn't, you really have to think about what it takes to do that. You drag a motherfucker across a uh, ocean for three months, no bath. That means niggas had diarrhea on the boat. Niggas pissing on themselves on the boat. Shitting on the boat. Throwing up on the boat. And laying Women in had that, their on the boat. Mm -hmm. Women in their periods on the boat. But you want me to be sympathetic about Target and Best Buy and Walmart. Come on, man. Really, come on, man. When you really take the time to think about the shit that happened, yo, you niggas said, niggas, niggas said how crazy it was to see Mike Brown's body in the street for three hours. They used to leave the male, whoever they hung, on the plantation hanging up for days. You going outside and the first thing you see is like, yo, let's, he there. What it does to, what that mental health, we still reaping the benefits of that shit right now. That's mental health wise, when you talk about mental health, 
that's the thing that's really fucking shocking. Like, niggas is still being affected by what their ancestors saw in the 1600s and the 1700s. It's really, really sad. And when somebody who's not, because I'm just so numb to it, it doesn't affect me emotionally anymore. But when you never heard that stuff, and you think about it, that shit will really fuck you up. It'll, it'll make you cry. It'll make you like, yo, I don't even want to see up slave movies. I don't even want to watch For real. That's how I was at the Toys of Slave. They beat that girl for getting that soap. I was like, bro, I'm never watching no shit like this again. For no, there's no reason for me to watch this. Because it makes you just want to go out and break a motherfucking window. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you want to just act tough. evil. Like, right, bro, and black I feel people like... have to, black people have to have some strong minds, bro. Like, the shit that we really go through, and we laugh it off. Like, <laughs> yo, I've seen <laughs> yes, jokes a month this shit right here. Yes, and people are like, how can you joke in a time like this? Nigga, we hurting. We don't know what else to do. It's like, hee hee, let's make a meme. Oh, look at that nigga laughing. <laughs> oh, yeah, they crumped in front of them. Hee hee hee. But it's like, nigga, we don't know what else to do. We don't know how to deal with these emotions because you're like you're saying, it's like, for the people that don't know the history or knew some of it, but now it's coming up and seeing people say, oh, this many years ago, this happened. And to see, like, yeah, now we're not experiencing what our ancestors experienced, but to know that we even experienced an opinion of motherfuckers still. That shit really like, having you like, think you of, us to like, do, okay. like oh, whatever. They choked my man out. Imagine seeing just that every day. That could happen to you if you got down, the wife walked by, you happen to look up. If you happen to look up just because somebody passed you and they saw that, they might have thought you was looking at their woman and they would have cut your dick off right there. <laughs> I hate to use those terms, but they don't teach you that in history class. And that's why I never got it in school. Because they didn't, my teacher didn't say, yo, they cut his dick and balls off. They say he castrated them. In high school, I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, man. When you say, yo, they okay. cut his dick off. You're like, what? Cut it off. It's like, whoa. So imagine how we would feel if we seen some of that. Even in the 50s, niggas getting lynched. Church is being burnt up. We wouldn't know what to do right now. A lot of these yellow back niggas out here. I just, I, I don't like it. A lot of money, that's a lot of motherfucking nigga, people I just don't. I'm, I, number one, I don't, this is, a, this is supposed to be a, a very, you know, serious podcast, but I hate the opportunist motherfuckers out here. Don't take this as an opportunity to get some clout, to get some money, right. to get some followers, to get some retweets. It's too serious, bro. And you disrespectful to the motherfuckers that really care and lay their lives down for this and the people that died. Don't use that as some clout. You corny and you are an opportunist. Don't do it because right. it's too serious. Anybody like, I seen the niggas like, yo, they was on the news, I'm saying, yo, it's upset me and my homeboys that we can't do this. And we, I'm like, nigga, I don't know who you are, but fuck you because it's too, it's too real to be talking like that. You know what I'm saying? And I, you are part of the problem. All the niggas that are not serious need to get the fuck up out of here. If you're not serious, that's the only way we're going to do it, we got to have fucking soldiers. Niggas that don't care. Niggas that's not scared of the white man. All you funny niggas got to go. Y'all not going to survive. Because you're going to be too scared to steal on a white man for no reason. You too yeah. scared. If, you, if you're too scared to do that, then that customer's going to have to take some time. In the near future, I'm already mentally, I'm seeing it happening. You know what I'm saying? If I'm just saying, 
it's a lot, it's too many niggas that's not serious, and that's when we our biggest downfall. If it do start popping off, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Cause I was um I was having a little friendly debate with one of my Facebook friends, like, cause you know everybody talking about the right or wrong way to do shit or whatever, and I was just like, you know, like I understand where y'all are coming from. But what I need y'all to realize is this is just the beginning of this shit. This shit will have to continue and continue to get violent. And I said, I hate to say it because niggas don't want to hear this. Niggas is going to have to die. Like, and I don't mean two, three people, six people. I don't mean 25. I mean, niggas is going to have to get killed out there. Don't want to ask what Jesus do in that situation. That motherfucker going to lay his life on the line. What are you going to do? You ask what would Jesus do? He would lay his life on the line. He did it before. So, for you Christians out there, he did, didn't he? That's true. Put himself out, yeah. Do you not? That's the reason that you're here, right? Because he died for you, right? (laughs) I'm just saying, that's what it, that's that's the logic. So, I'm following that logic. Yeah. I'm just saying, man, we got to get, we got to get serious. It's not, we're not organized enough to be doing it like this. If you scared, stay your ass home. Yeah, if you scared, stay I'm going to be, I'm gonna be completely honest. A motherfucker like me, I'm not mentally ready yet. I could see me getting oh, out yeah. there, then I'm like, ooh, shit getting real. Now I'm having an anxiety attack, but I want to be out there. But at the same time, I'm scared. If you scared, stay your ass at home because you're not ready. And that's okay. It's okay. Like, okay. I would rather you be self-aware and realize that your ass yeah. is scared. And maybe then you can help somebody... Maybe you can bail somebody out of jail if they go to jail, whatever. Everybody got a place in it. That's a place. Uh, everybody got a place in it. Because it's going to keep happening for sure. Like, we only know about three or four slave revolts, but it was about 200 of them things. We only know about two or three notable ones. So we might be one of the unnoticeable ones, but you got to take that L. You got to tell you can't be afraid to take L. You can't be afraid to take that L. And some folks gonna have, if you, I, I always, I come with my friends sometimes because they be like, yo, they think I'm playing. I be like, nigga, this shit I would die for. Like, I would die for a lot of shit just because I got principles. You know what I'm saying? They're like, nigga, you crazy. I'm like, nigga, I'm just not a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, I'm like, nigga, so you would, I'm like, nigga, yeah, you gotta do it anyway. But I, some shit I would stand for, some shit I would die over, some principles I would. Like, a real nigga dies one death, a coward dies a thousand. You know what I'm saying? And people don't like it, but but you know what? People people don't can't. Somebody like maybe they're crazy. They don't mean that. No, you don't mean that. You don't mean that. I don't know. But I want I wanted to continue though. But I wanted us to get a little more. I don't want niggas going out there just to steal. I get you fucking shit up, but don't just go just to steal. Have some purpose. Have some purpose. Yeah, if you want to get your pair of J's, okay. But have a purpose at least before. Don't just go out there like shit. I need, I do need to get some new shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm all for burning down. I'm all for burning down. Burn them, please. Burn the courthouses. Burn everything. But don't just be like a rebel without a cause. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like have a cause. That's all. Just have a cause. I agree. In conclusion, I know you say like a mouthful, but is there anything else you'd like to say to the audience before we close out? Hey, nigga. To be honest, man, I'm going to always say this. Understand, you got to understand who you are. 
when you get knowledge of self, it gives you power. It gives you power and gives you courage. Men, it gives you testicular fortitude. We don't know what that means. It gives you the nuts. It gives you nuts. Learning the knowledge of yourself, what it means to be a black man anyway. Fearless. You know what I'm saying? You want to be fearless? Most fearless niggas I know was is niggas in the nation of Islam because they not they don't have guns, but they will get you the fuck up out of here. You know what I'm saying? And that comes from courage and understand and and just not being afraid. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people out here are very they oh, they can beat your ass, but they are still fearful people. Fearful. Scary. Some people do that here just not scary. Like I might not be able to beat you, but I'm not scared of you. You know what I'm saying? You gotta develop something to give you that 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 feeling. You know what I mean? But when we live in this white man's world and we uh, we live by his philosophies and all of that shit, we're gonna act like him. Cause African motherfuckers ain't scared. You know what I'm saying? They said in the uh, Haitian Revolution, sometimes the French soldiers would shoot niggas three, four times. They still come. And they kept coming, and then they, they looked down and realized they were shot, and then they fell down. Because their mind was so into, like, I'm not thinking about none of that. And even when they died, they, like, they believe in the ancestors. So in our religion, our African religions, we believe in the ancestors, and we will return to the ancestral plane. So death was a good thing. And so to me, you know, of course, but that's a different story, but just get some knowledge itself. It'll, it'll free your mind up. It really will. Want to study a revolution? Study the Haitian Revolution. Study their tactics. Study what they did. In 1804, they even have a documentary. The same guys that made Hidden Colors, they got a 1804 Haitian documentary about everything that happened. And they have a lot of, you know, uh, um, professors, um, PhDs, historians, and that's that's a good series to watch. Okay. Thank you for all of your commentary, your knowledge, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and opinions. Listen, listen, listen. Nah, seriously. Thank you for listening to Thou Must Cope. But I'm going to need you to do a little something. Subscribe, follow, whatever the hell. So you will not miss another episode. And then also give me your feedback. You know how you go to the grocery store, you go to get fast food, and they be like, please do the survey. Okay, no, I've become that woman. Rate me. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can rate me at, go ahead, rate the podcast, leave leave a comment, shit, do something. And also, if you go to anchor.fm slash thou must cope, you can also send me a voice memo. Give me some feedback and I promise I'll add it to one of the episodes. Peace.